Love this podcast? Support this show through the ACAST supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. Hi everyone, and welcome to Cognitive Recalibration presents the Cricket World Cup 2019. This is episode two. Uh, we're mm. back after a week of practice matches and a couple of actual matches in the World Cup. So it's finally started. It's finally it's finally begun. Yeah. So I'm your host Shravan. We have Taran with us over in Hobart. Mm, I'm here. <laughs> and we're gonna. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's how you introduce yourself all the time. Every time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and we're gonna we're gonna dissect everything that happened in the week of cricket that that was the practice matches and the and the two actual matches and we're also going to look forward to the next week which will be uh, we've got quite a few matches to talk it's the about the first actual week the first actual week so is it weird that they started the world world cup on a thursday <laughs> is that just me or is it weird yeah i thought they'd start on a friday a sunday i thought i'm not sure why they did it on a thursday is it public holiday in England? Possibly. Yeah, I don't know. Anyway, besides the point, we can talk about that on our public holiday podcast. <laughs> yeah, which we're starting tomorrow. <laughs> yeah. We just talk about every public holiday in the world. <laughs> yeah. If you're joining us for the first time, we actually talk about movies, TV shows and video games on our actual show, Cognitive Recalibration. And this is a spin-off show that we're doing during the Cricket World Cup so we can gives us an opportunity to talk about cricket, which is uh, one of our favourite sports as well. Okay, so without further delay, I guess we'll get into the results of last week. So when we last did our episode, I think only a couple of practice matches had happened. We only saw the first day of the practice matches. Yes, yeah, just the first day, which was just Pakistan versus Afghanistan and Sri Lanka versus South Africa. So the other practice matches after that were England versus Australia and India versus New Zealand. Both of which yep. went the opposite way of what we were thinking. Yeah, well, Australia beat England, but I don't think England played badly. And um, given England didn't use many of their strike bowlers in that game, but Australia did play pretty well and Steve Smith scored a good 100. But I don't think it's going to be indicative of how their actual game is going to go. Uh, I'm just looking at the, the scorecard now. So England batted first. Did they bat first? No, they batted second. Australia batted first. 
Yeah, Steve yeah. Smith was <laughs> Steve Smith was uh, amongst the runs. He made 116. He was looking pretty good. In terms of the bowling, yeah, not much to speak about. Uh, Liam Plunkett yeah, got Yeah, I think, did Joffre Archer only bowl four overs maybe? Mark Wood bowled like three and then got injured. Yeah, it looks like Joffre didn't bowl at all. Yeah, Joffre did bowl at all. So, yeah, obviously Joffre is their best bowler and they're keeping him behind closed doors. And I don't think Chris Wokes bowled that much either. They they mainly bowled their like second string guys. Yeah, uh, Chris Wokes didn't. Well, either. So Mark Wood, Tom Curran, Ben Stokes, Moen Ali, Liam Plunkett, and Liam Dawson all bowled. And the three frontline bowlers to Adel Rashid didn't also bowl. So yeah, that's right. It's, yeah. it's it's not their best bowling lineup. No, it's not. Not even close. But their batting... Their batting was pretty much everyone. Yeah, almost full strength. They played James James Vince. They didn't have Owen Morgan playing. Yeah, they didn't have Morgan playing. Did Root play? I don't think Root played either. Uh, I don't think he batted. He fielded, but... So that was a little bit of an upset, but, I mean, it's still a practice match, so you can't read too much into it. Uh, India, on the other hand, uh, they had some real trouble against New Zealand with the swinging ball. They just had a, a shocking batting day. <laughs> <laughs> and they were pretty much full strength, right? It was their best batting lineup. I don't think there's... You can't draw too much into it. It still is a practice match, but it was a bad batting day for them. We'll move on to the next set of practice matches, and they were West Indies versus South Africa and Pakistan versus Bangladesh. So not much happened this day because both were washed out. South Africa did bat, so they made 95 in pretty quickly, I think, but before it yeah, washed good, out. Yeah, good batting by Amla and de Kock. But Amla yeah. and de Kock, yeah. Nothing much else happened that day. Not much, not much to talk about. And then obviously this is a big factor in England because it does rain like every second day there. So we'll, we'll see a lot more rain-affected matches going forward as well. The next day had Australia versus Sri Lanka. Australia won pretty comfortably. Yeah, nothing much else to talk about in that match, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and England versus Afghanistan, which was, yeah. Pretty comfortable as well. Very, very comfortable. Afghanistan all out for 160. England chased it down with only um, losing one wicket. Australia, Sri Lanka, the scoreline was uh, Sri Lanka batted first, made 239 for eight. And then Australia chased it down pretty easily as well, 241 for five. The next day, which is... Uh, this is the last day. Yeah, a couple of good matches. Do you talk about West Indies first? Yeah, we'll talk about the Windies first. So West Indies batted first against New Zealand and made 421. So amongst the runs, Shy Hope, he made 100, 101. But pretty much everyone con- uh, contributed. So we had Chris Gale with 36 of 22. Evan Lewis with 50 of 54, Darren Brower with 25 of 22, Hetmeyer with 27 of 24, Jason Holder with 47 of 32, and then we had Andre Russell who made 54 of 25. Yeah, he just he was just hoiking them everywhere. So pretty much all of their batting... Uh, Even Ashley Nurse did okay in the end, I think. Yeah, Nurse made 21 of 9. Not out. Yeah. <laughs> so they pretty much had, had their way. And uh, New Zealand, they were always going to be up against it, chasing 421. But they, they made 330, which is... Pretty good still. Good effort. Tom Blundell made 100, 106. But the rest of them, they made, they, some of them had starts, but they couldn't really go on with it. Strikes, strike rates probably weren't enough to get to a 400-level score. Kane, Kane Williamson made 85 of 64. But I guess they, they were up against it, chasing 421. The next game was India versus Bangladesh, and India was actually struggling again in this game. They batted first. Top order, 
Top order collapse. <laughs> another, another top order collapse, and it wasn't looking too good until Dhoni and Kale Rahul got together. Big partnership. Yes. Both of them made hundreds. Yeah, both of them made hundreds. Kale Rahul made 108 off 99, and MS Dhoni made 113 off 78. Yeah. Dhoni looked like vintage Dhoni. Vintage Dhoni, yeah. So eight eight fours and seven sixes from Dhoni. Yeah, he was... He was hawking them everywhere. Yeah, so if, if he's in that sort of form, India's looking pretty good in this World Cup. Very good. Well, th- those two positions are the weak positions in India's lineup, so if they do well, they'll do all right. So those were the warm-ups. So, I mean, we won't spend too much time on the warm-ups because they're warm-ups, so it doesn't really doesn't really matter. But the first game, England versus South Africa. So this was a, a big game. Some people were actually expecting South Africa to cause a bit of an upset, but it didn't happen. Not with their recent form. <laughs> it didn't happen. So England made 300. They batted first. Uh, they made 311 for eight. And after that first innings, I actually thought that South Africa were in with a chance. Yeah, I thought South Africa bowled really well. And they, they were probably up against 350, 360 at one point, And they brought it back. So uh, on the bowling front, I think they've... Done pretty well. Yeah, on the bowling front, they they did do pretty well. Rabada bowled well, uh, Nagini bowled well. Tahir was good. Tahir, op- so it was funny because Tahir South- opened the bowling. Yeah so, yeah, so South Africa won the toss, and they're like, "There's a bit of green on the pitch, so we'll bowl first, and then they open with a spinner." Well, the reason is that Jason Roy's um, average against spin is not that great. He still made fifty, especially leg spin. No, but the idea was to get Jason Roy out. Yeah, but they got Bearstow out. They didn't get him out. They got Bearstow <laughs> <Yeah>. out, <laughs> which is still good. But after that, England kind of stabilised the innings. So they had Joe Root made a 50, Jason Roy made a 50, On Morgan made a 50, Ben Stokes made a 50. So Ben Stokes top scored with 89 off 79. The problem with this scorecard, though, is the amount of 50s and no 100s. If they, if one of them went on to make a hundred, they could have made three eighty, even four hundred. But in the end, it was more than enough because South Africa basically just crumbled in the chase. So they had a decent start. Well, in in the form of De Kock. so De Kock made sixty eight. Amla couldn't contribute. I think he got injured as well. Amla, Amla looked good until he got hit in the head, and then he went out retired, hurt, and he came back later in their innings, and yeah, got didn't out. really do much. <laughs> yeah. 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 Uh, Markram failed with 11 off 12. Duplessis was 5 off 7. They managed to get a bit of a partnership with Quinta de Kock and Razzie Van der Dusen. Who, who is the person I, I boldly said will never get a game in this World Cup. And he, and he played in the first game. And also is not at all rounder like I thought he was. <laughs> so we were completely wrong about him. So I was, I was wrong on all fronts. But if you look at the fall of wickets, it's it, it's a pretty sorry story for South Africa. So basically they were, at one stage, they were 6 for 167. So they were 5 for 167. And then they were 6 for 167. And all of a sudden they're all out for 207. So they lost five wickets very quickly. They do have a big tail though. So it's not surprising. The the I guess the star of... The, the game was really Ben Stokes because he got two wickets as well. It took, took a an amazing catch. Brilliant catch. And contributed, was the high scorer with the bat. And I think Joffre Archer really, really took it to them with the ball as well. He's the one that hit Amla on the head. I'm surprised how fast he bowls. Cause he doesn't, He's very fast. He doesn't look like he puts in a lot of effort. I think South Africa did pretty well with the ball though. Their batting was shocking, but they put themselves into a position where they should have won this game. And then 
just lost it with the bat. The batting was a bit of a concern, but we'll see how they go. If they can string a couple of partnerships together, then they they could be okay. I think they'll probably drop Markram because he's not looking great. And they'll have to play probably Miller and probably drop Pretorius as well and play Chris Morris in the middle order is what I would say they should do. I think their next game is against Bangladesh, so um, we'll, we'll talk about that a little bit later. Talking of terrible batting performances, we'll move on to the next game, which was Pakistan versus West Indies. West Indies won the toss. They chose to bowl. Pakistan batted first, and they were all out for 105. So absolutely terrible. So I was actually planning to watch this game, but I had dinner plans. So I was out at dinner. I'm like, yeah, I'll get back home, and I'll be able to watch the game. But by the time I got home, the game was actually done. Well, Pakistan's batting's always been their weak front. They actually started off not too bad. Imam got strangled down the leg side, which was unlucky. And then Barbara and Fucker were going okay. And Fucker's Imam was actually smashing them everywhere. And then this, the game just changed when Russell balled this short ball and hit him on the, hit him on the grill and it rolled back onto the stumps. And then from then onwards, I'm not kidding you. Basically, five out of six balls in every over was a short ball. Literally every single ball was a short ball. And Pakistan didn't know how to play them. They they were they were struggling. They had no idea. When Pakistan was bowling, they bowled a lot of short balls as well. The thing about the short balls that Pakistan were bowling was it wasn't targeted well enough. Like when West Indies was bowling them right right on the badge and kind of well targeted. Pakistan was kind of bowling, there, there was a few too many wides in there and not on target. They're a bit wayward, yeah, yeah. Our man, Wahab Riaz, bowled a good over. One over, but then he got absolutely taken. In terms of the bowling, I think, um, well, O'Shane Thomas took out man of the match. He was pretty good and Andre Russell was super fast and they couldn't do anything. I think bowling-wise, they, they all bowled pretty well. I don't know if this tactic will work against better batting sides. Probably not. They they may get taken, but it worked. It worked against Pakistan, and they absolutely dismantled them. Chris Gale made fifty off thirty four, so he just. I was actually surprised at how they took. I was really surprised at how they went about the chase because they actually came in and just tried to start smashing it. Even Shy Hope, he came in and tried to hit a six off his first ball. Yeah, they're all just trying to smash it pretty much. And, uh, well, it worked because they, they, it worked out. They only lost three yeah. wickets and they won in, uh, 13.4 overs. So their net run rates off the charts now. It's 5.8. Yeah, that's going to help them. And it's definitely not going to help Pakistan. They're going to have to put together some amazing performances if they got any chance of making it. But the other thing that happened in this game was Andre Russell came off at the, before the end of the fielding innings with an ankle injury. And Chris Gale pulled his back out while he was batting. So it'll be interesting to see how well they pull up for their next game or if they play next game. We'll get into that. I think their next game is a pretty big game. Well, they got some time, so they might be able to recover before that. Not much to talk on the bowling front for Pakistan. Amir took all three. Hassan Ali was horrible and Wahab Riaz wasn't much better. (laughs) Well, he bowled one good over, but then he was not great. So we'll get into the the matches coming up for the next week and we'll we'll do our predictions for each match as well. Uh, I think in terms of predictions, we'll talk about who we think the highest scorer will be and who we think the highest wicket taker will be. So uh, tonight, there's two matches tonight. So tonight, when I say tonight, depends on when you're listening, obviously, but tonight is the 1st of June. We've got New Zealand versus Sri Lanka. 
I would be very surprised if New Zealand doesn't win the Smash comfortably. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Yeah, I would be as well. <laughs> I think in terms of the bat, probably Martin Gopta will just have a field day and just like go crazy. And bowling-wise, I think Trent Bolt will... Uh, take them apart just to be a bit different i was gonna pick the same people but because you pick those people i'll pick um let's say kate williamson to top score and Lockie ferguson to get the most wickets yeah it just depends what happens because if new zealand bowls first this could be another repeat of last night but i think pakistan uh, sorry sri lanka can put a partnership together it's just a very slow partnership I, i don't think they can get over like 250 but at least they can get some runs, make a game out of it. Yeah, I think New Zealand should take that out comfortably. The next game, uh, six months ago, this was this would have been quite an interesting game, but uh, I think at the moment it's probably going to be a one-sided one. So Afghanistan versus Australia. They're playing this in Bristol. The, the Sri Lanka-New Zealand game's in Cardiff. Uh, Australia-Afghanistan, I think... Oh, anything could happen, but uh, Dave Warner probably will make some runs. And uh, bowling-wise... It depends how well Afghanistan play their pace, but any of the Australian pacemen could do do well. I think I think Afghanistan could still be competitive, but overwhelmingly Australia is looking too good and they should win. Do you think 400 is on the cards if Australia bat first? 
I don't know. What kind of scores do they normally make at Bristol? Uh, well, it's a smaller... All of the all the grounds are not that big, so... Of course, they got Rashid Kanda, who's usually hard to get away, so I don't know if they'll score that big. And Australia is not that great against spin. They got a couple of good players at spin, but they're not that great. If you look at their win-loss record of the last five ADIs, Australia's won all of them, and they're all against Pakistan. Afghanistan, they lost against Ireland, they... I think it was a washout against Scotland, one against Scotland, lost against Ireland, and one against Ireland. So, I mean, they haven't been playing the best of opposition, but uh, it's not too bad. But, uh, I think Australia should win this one. It'll be very surprised. It would, I mean, it would be in, uh, probably the upset of the World Cup if Australia don't win this. Yeah, but I think there's a there's a chance if they take a couple of quick wickets. Yeah, yeah, anything's possible. I would say probably Steve Smith would have a field day if he gets if he gets in. I would say Rashid Khan to take the highest wickets, but I think they'll just play him off because they have that opportunity. If they if they didn't have to play him off, then they probably would have he would have got the highest wickets. But yeah, I'm going to say Mitchell Stark to come back with a few wickets if he can get the ball moving. Could you say for wickets? I, did, I didn't I didn't pick one person, but it could be any of them. Maybe. If I had to pick, I'll probably go um, Pat Cummins, maybe. Yeah, maybe Pat Cummins. I'm going to pick Pat Cummins as well. I changed my mind. (laughs) Okay. So tomorrow, on the 2nd of June, we've got South Africa versus Bangladesh. Probably another one-sided affair, but you never know. I mean, South Africa aren't looking that great, and Bangladesh are better than people think they are. I think think South Africa's bowling is going to go in their favour, and they're batting will be better than it was against England. In terms of rankings, so apparently South Africa's ranked third in one days. Bangladesh seventh. In terms of recent record, so South Africa in the last five ODIs, they've beaten Sri Lanka in four of them, and they lost England in the last one, which we just talked about. And Bangladesh, they've been on a bit of a roll. So they've beaten West Indies three times, Ireland once, and one the one uh, match against Ireland got washed out. So... They're actually on a bit of a winning streak, so they they could have a chance, but I still think South Africa might might go past them. I think South Africa will take it out pretty easily. I don't think uh, they'll have a couple of team changes. Like I said, I think Morris and Miller will come in, or they should come in, and I hear Dow Stade will still not be fit until the third game, so he's still not going to be playing. If Dow Stade came in on that game, he would probably rip them apart, but... Probably don't need them. Need him. I think for most wickets, Rabada should take the most and most runs. I think Faf is due for some runs. He he should show up. Yeah, probably Faf if I had to pick, or maybe Decock. The next game, third of June, is England versus Pakistan. Now in Pakistan, they're not looking great, obviously, but they've also been in England for a while and they haven't been. They haven't managed to beat England in a single game. So they've played four games against them and they lost all four. So yeah, I wouldn't bet against England in this one. I think Pakistan just needs to put some runs on the board. Like, it doesn't matter if they lose the game. They just need to try and score some runs. Otherwise, it's going to be a very tough World Cup. Yeah, so I'd probably just go Pakistan for that one. To, I mean, England for that one. <laughs> and, <laughs> and why is Pakistan not playing Asif Ali? He's like the only player in their, in their lineup that can actually smack it. So... They really need to make way for Asif Ali. They don't need Imad Wazim. They 
he's not going to do much on the pitches there. Just play Asif Ali instead of him. But yeah, definitely England should take that out. I think Jofra will do quite a bit there. If he if 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 he just balls bounces like West Indies did, they probably won't do anything. Oh yeah, yeah. If he just balls, uh, he'll probably get like six wickets if he just balls bounces. <laughs> if he just balls bounces, yeah. Most runs, I think, Owen Morgan. Yeah. Oh, really? Any of them could do it. Really, any of them could score it. Jason yeah. Roy, or they're all looking very good, except for Bearstow, But I think he'll show up eventually. Next game on the 4th of June, in my mind, this is a, a 50-50 game. So Afghanistan versus Sri Lanka. I think Afghanistan should win that one. Yeah, so it's interesting. The odds say Sri Lanka, actually. So the odds have Sri Lanka winning. But their their record, you know, against even against Afghanistan isn't that great. I think they've they've lost against them before. So I would actually go with Afghanistan as well. I think... I think yeah, I, th- I think Afghanistan can do... Do some damage against Sri Lanka. Sri Lanka's batting is their problem, and I don't think, even though they're brought up on subcontinent conditions, I don't think they can play spin that well. So they might struggle. Yeah, I think that might be... Some people might see that as an upset, but I don't think it is. I think Afghanistan is actually probably better than Sri Lanka at the moment. Wickets, I think Rashid Khan. thing is, I don't know many of the batsmen that play for Afghanistan. Like I haven't really seen them play that much, but probably Shazad. Shazad, um... Does Nabi play? Yeah, he does, but he's lower down the order. He probably won't top score. Maybe Guleb Naib. Oh, yeah, captain. All right, next game, South Africa versus India, 5th of June. Yeah, India's the last team to kick off in this World Cup. So they're playing in Southampton. It's interesting because this is South Africa's third game in the World Cup, but it's India's first game. I hear Dalstein will be back for this game. Yes. Which is not good for India. (laughs) South Africa can win this game. Possible, because they would have had three games of actual match practice. Whereas India's just coming in fresh, so South Africa have a chance. I think it depends on how well South Africa bat tomorrow. If they bat pretty terribly tomorrow, they'll go in with pretty low confidence against a better bowling lineup, probably the best in the World Cup, and will really struggle. But I will probably go Shikhar Dhawan, because he, he likes playing in South Africa, and he likes playing in ICC tournaments, so I think he'll do well. And bowling-wise, Boomerang will make an impact. I'll go for, I think Kuldeep Yadav can do quite a bit. And I will pick uh, Virat Kohli to kick this tournament off quite well. Okay, next game. Bangladesh versus New Zealand. I think New Zealand should take, yeah, New Zealand should take this one out. New Zealand should take it. I mean, most of the matches in this first week are pretty one-sided, to be honest. But saying that, they're all still quite close. Like, any team could cause an upset, yeah, I yeah. think. Yeah, anything can happen. But I think in... The pressure of the World Cup. I think the better teams should prevail, you'd think. So I think New Zealand should get up. Maybe Kane will score some runs. Yeah, maybe Ross Taylor for that game. And bowling-wise... You can't go past kind of... Trent Bolt. Bolt taking, yeah, a bucket load of wickets every time he plays. The next game, that this is a very interesting game. Australia versus West Indies. I think lots of people are going to say Australia will win this. And there's probably a lot of new people that are jumping on the West Indies bandwagon because of what happened yesterday. I would say it's very much 50-50. It depends on the fitness of Chris Gale and Andre Russell as well. Yeah, they don't have a game between now and then. And then, yeah. So the game's on Thursday and they just played on Friday. So it's almost a week. To be honest, Chris Gale's back looks like it should come all right because he kept batting while he was out there. He didn't go off. Andre Russell... He did go off the field, but it may have just been precautionary because it was it was the end of the game anyway. They 
they didn't really need him. I think they'll both be fit. You'd hope they are, because I think they'll need them against Australia. But all that being said, I think Australia will still win this game. I'm going to go with West Indies. I think, uh, well, I think if West Indies chase, they'll win this game. If they, if they bat first, they'll probably lose. So you think that Australia might not put up enough runs for West Indies? Yeah, I think uh, I think Australia's bowling might be a bit too good. I don't think Australia's bowling's that good at all, to be honest. <laughs> I think it might be a bit too good for West Indies. Okay. Yeah, because they're really like they like to be aggressive, and I think Australia can keep it tight. I don't know. That, I don't think their bowlers are like wicket-taking kind of bowlers. Maybe Stark is. That's the thing, though. If you don't take wickets against West Indies, they hurt you. But I think with West Indies, you can just tie them down. Like, you can bowl like you you know, doing a test, like just line and length, and they might get tied down, but, yeah. Well, they've got players that play conventionally, like Shy Hope as well. That's true, so. yeah. And I think the West Indies bowlers might also, because they can be a bit wayward as well. That's why I think if Australia chases, they'll, they'll win this, because the West Indies bowlers won't be able to take the pressure, and they'll be wayward. Whereas if they've already, they know how much they need to score, they can set themselves for that. It's going to be an interesting game. I think they should stack their batting lineup for that game and just bowl first, get smacked however much they can, and just try and win it with the bat. If if Andre Russell scores like 80 off 20 balls or something, <laughs> <laughs> which he can do, then they're going to win any game. I'd still put my money on Australia, but... If West Indies do win, win that game, then they're looking really good in this World Cup. Because that's uh, probably a game you'd expect them not to win. But if they win that, I think the semis are looking good for them. Okay, the last game that we'll talk about is Pakistan versus Sri Lanka, which is, which is probably another close game. I, I'm actually going to go with Pakistan for this one. Yeah, I think Pakistan will bounce back and put some runs up and... Do quite well. They play England before this, don't they? Yeah. Well, they're probably losing. They're probably going to lose that, <laughs> and they're probably going to be pretty hungry to get a win. And who better to get a win against X other than Sri Lanka? So I don't know. Maybe Sri Lanka. I mean, we haven't seen them yet. We're going to see them for the first time tonight. We'll see them tonight. We'll see what happens. But I think they're capable of beating Pakistan. Well, anyone's capable of beating anyone in this World Cup. But I still think. On paper, Pakistan should win this. They should. They should. But they need to change their change their batting lineup a little bit. We don't know what Sri Lanka's going to do in terms of their lineup, so we can't really talk about Look, it. Look, they don't have many options in there. <laughs> they don't have many good options. <laughs> Just choose your best batsman and your best bowlers. So that brings us to the end of the first week. We'll talk about the week after that, where we have a couple more close matches. We'll have some big teams facing off against each other in that in that next week. First week is kind of just, it feels like a bit of a, just a warm-up to the actual World Cup. I think there'll be an upset this week, though. I think the upset's going to be Afghanistan with Sri Lanka. I think Afghanistan's going to win that. It's not really an upset. <laughs> I think, I think, I think it'll be West Indies, Australia. That, that, that will be a big upset. Which yeah. night's that? Uh, that is, I think that's the Thursday night. Thursday night, yep. I think the biggest upset that could happen this week is Afghanistan beating Australia. Obviously. Mm, but I don't think that will happen. Yeah, that's probably the biggest upset that could happen. But in terms of likely to happen, I think Afghanistan Sri Lanka is likely to happen. And then the next in the list will probably be West Indies beating Australia. Imagine Pakistan beats England. I, I'm not, I, I don't think I can rule that out. I think it's a possibility. They did it in the Champions Trophy. They did it in the Champions Trophy. Yeah, I think it's a possibility. You can't rule out Pakistan on any front. They could, if they, if they have their, their day, they'll win. 
Okay, I think we'll close it up there. So th- this is how our weekly episodes will be structured. So we kind of tip what's going to happen and talk about what has happened. We'll obviously have a lot more to talk about in terms of what has happened next week because we'll have like a whole week of matches, uh, not just Walmart matches. So we'll have a lot more analysis and stuff to do in the next week. But uh, this is week one of World Cup 19. <laughs> World Cup 19. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I'm going to call it, World Cup 19. Is that what you're going to call it? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right. So we'll, we'll see you guys in the next episode of of the cricket world cup or in one of our other episodes i think the aladdin episode should be coming out very soon and we'll be watching i think we will be watching godzilla i'll try my best i kind of want to watch it could be okay i guess i'll try to watch it too then yeah okay cool till then we'll see you guys uh in another episode see ya see hold up What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan, crusted chicken, or garlic, butter, shrimp, scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. When it comes to your finances, you think you've done it all. You've saved, you've researched, and you've invested all that you can. Now it's time to take those investments to the next level by using the brand behind every great investor, Yahoo Finance. As America's number one finance destination, Yahoo Finance has everything you need, whether you're a seasoned trader or just dipping your toes into the market. Join the millions of investors who trust Yahoo Finance to guide them on their financial journey. For comprehensive financial news and analysis, visit yahoofinance.com the number one financial destination, yahoofinance.com.